In a world where podcast networks fill every corner of the internet, one stands above the rest, and you're listening to it. This is the BS Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Soarin' with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next soaring flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Bus Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rombe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Podcast. Asante San, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have... Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Good. Another show to add to the race. We don't need tennis shoes to run this pace. How are we doing today, guys? Word. <laughs> Carnival time is upon us, sir. How are you doing? Oh, good. Good, man. It's early, but I'm glad to be here. It is beautiful. What does it feel like getting up before 11? It scares me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, oh, that sun, it's still there. Oh, man. Vitamin D, no. Yeah, wow. <laughs> What's going on? People are like, uh, I got like a wrong number from somebody today. And I told them. What you, was her name? And I <laughs> wish it would have been a girl. <laughs> somebody asked me, how do you get your W-2s? Like that literally, I, I got that message. And I was like, oh, just go to your payroll. They're like, thanks. It didn't work. And then they sent me a, a screenshot of them logging onto the website. Then they called me. Now, had I been sleeping, I would have totally missed that whole thing. But. Nope. I you was stayed awake. on the phone with a stranger and helped them figure out how to find their W-2? No, they texted me <laughs> all this stuff. <laughs> then they called me, and I was like, well, no, I got to get up and get dressed and everything. So I didn't answer. But then like, I went back, and they were like, come on, help me. I'm like, I don't work with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you had ADP like every other company. But yeah, they were like, come on, Garrison. I'm like, I'm not Garrison, man. 
He's like, come on, this mango. I'm like, mango. <laughs> I am not Garrison. Mango and Garrison. It's like the new Tango and Cash. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Tango and Garrison. That's Mango a buddy cop film if I've ever heard one. Yeah. We should have seen how much the job paid. I'll be a Garrison for I mean, 50000 I would too, but I think he was trying to get his thing for taxes. And mm. so, like, oh, I guess. Oh, is it he? Yeah, I don't oh, think huh. I know a girl named Mango unless that's like a fake alias name. Yeah, it's one of those names that can go either way, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a stripper somewhere named Mango. I don't think this is the one. <laughs> I need my W 2 for my. You want to get your hands man. on Mango? Get it, Mango. <laughs> nice and ripe. Mango. Yes. Check Time out for some fruit salad. Yeah. Check out the pasties. Crazy, yes. So, guys, just to give you a little perspective, we are recording this early on a Sunday. Well, typically, if you follow this show, we normally do this late at night. Uh, but we did this to accommodate a particular schedule of a man that's currently sitting here in the Fat City Studios. It's none other than... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Show me the money. It's Mr. I Know More Than Your Friend, Suck It Up, Tough Love, and Ever So Lovely Travel Agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Lee Lastavica. How you doing, sir? Oh, good, man. I see you shortened it up for this early morning. <laughs> well, if you remember, I'm too I'm, I'm, yeah. tired. I'm not going to speak all the names. <laughs> well, no, if you remember from last week, I was, I'm not going to do the whole spiel anymore. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to do, I'm going to pick one. Each of and every time you, uh, we, you're on the show. Because right. his tooth is in a very delicate state. Yeah. Yes. 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 Until you can get the permanent crown in. Which will happen this coming Wednesday. All right. Great. Cool. Yep. So I know everybody's excited for that just in time for my Disney trip. Playing hurt. Playing yeah. hurt. So you'll be getting like a small little snippet of your nickname because as yeah, it grows... Uh, that that length is just too much. And yeah. now it seems to be really settling in, on you now because we yeah. brought this up last week, and now you kind of seem now a little I'm like, bit okay, more. I'm getting, oh, uh, wow! This is this is real. This is happening. <laughs> this is happening. I'm here live, and I still get one. I thought you were joking. <laughs> do you have a favorite alias out of all of those? I out don't of curiosity? know if I do. I, I like uh, El Tight What? No, uh, I like Johnny's uh, Johnny Salami. Salami. <laughs> There's a few of them there that I like, but uh, you know it's it's all about the fans. So whatever they like, you know, it's whatever, 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 you, whatever, like, whatever, whatever you, like. you like. And there's your first coming to America. <laughs> yeah. We're consistent. <laughs> whatever name you like. Well, guys, in the honor of a good New Orleans Sunday brunch tradition, we are armed with mimosas, except for Lee. He's got his sprite. Yeah, it looks like a sprite. sprite. You don't even want orange juice. I'll have a virgin mimosa, maybe. And you can have a virgin <laughs> mimosa. <laughs> Otherwise known as orange juice. Or a virgin screwdriver, too. <laughs> but anyway, guys, so we got a great show for you today. We're going to uh, do one last bit on Pleasure Island because we figured we should round out that topic. If you uh, are, have listened to shows 255 and 256, we did a little retrospective. Uh, but we're going to discuss uh, the reasons uh, for its demise. The reason why it went away and we aren't able to enjoy it anymore. So, guys, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. And, of course, as you know, that sound means we have some news items to discuss on this week's show. And first up to bat, we have a couple of memorials to give out. Uh, Two great Disney legends have recently passed away within uh, the release of the show. Uh, first of all, Diane Disney Miller had a husband, yeah, and his name was Ron Miller. Very, very famous name in the Disney company. Yep. Uh, recently passed away. Did Ray. you ever hear the story about how he got his job at the studios? No, actually, I didn't. Okay, so he he used to be a collegiate athlete, and he went pro. So he was playing for the Los Angeles Rams, mm-hmm. 
and uh, what's the name of that guy? Night Train Lane. Dick was it Dick Night Train Lane? The I think that yeah, famous football player knocked him unconscious. Oh, <laughs> and one of the games Walt just happened to be attending. Yeah, it was in the first quarter. It happened. He didn't wake up till the third. Damn. <laughs> oh damn. And after season was over, Walt came to him and said. Uh, you're going to get killed out there, and I have no intention of being the father to your children, so how about you come work for me instead? Oh, wow, okay. And that's how Ron Miller got to start the studio. So nice. Two years of professional football with the Los Angeles Rams. And His father and said, no, no, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Solid tuck. Yeah. Then he got, got on the payroll, and Card Walker knocked his ass out. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So that's no way factual, guys, just to let you know. We don't know if Card Walker actually knocked him out. But he was also known for starting the Touchstone label mm. at Disney. That right. was uh, something where, you remember, they made more films of a more mature nature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back then, they had Disney Pictures, they had Touchstone, and they also had Hollywood. Walt had a screening of To Kill a Mockingbird over at the house. Oh, okay. Everyone came and saw it, and when the movie was over, Walt kind of lamented, I wish I could make films like that, because I'm kind of oh, right, 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 typecast right. into yeah. this role of being this family-style entertainment. Yes filmmaker and so that was the beginning of the idea in ron's head to start making you know a a different label that where they can go ahead and make more mature films yeah yeah so he did that he served as producer on tron Mm -hmm. the rescuers peach dragon fox and the hound and the black cauldron oh wow and as we probably all remember then he was forced out of the company during roy's initial save disney campaign right only to become president of the Walt Disney Family Museum. And that's the position that he held when he died. So he was always involved, just not with the company since 1984. But yes. he's involved in preserving the legacy of the Disney family name. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so kudos to him. Rest in peace, sir. Thank you for the, everything that you have done. And the next person, the next Disney legend that has passed away is, uh, if you're a fan of Disney archives, you know, you know his name, Dave Smith, recently mm-hmm. passed away as well. One of the greatest contributions of him is preserving all those things. Yes. Uh, uh, the Disney history. You've probably seen that thing, Ask Dave. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Ask Dave Smith. You know, if you got questions about what the company was doing this then, how did they come to this part? He, he ran the Disney archives and, and, and did that for a very, very long time. Yeah, his very first job was uh, cataloging all the items in Walt's office after his death. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That was when Disney really first realized that we need to start preserving this history. Yeah. And um, I think Dave was a librarian over at UCLA at the time. Yeah. And yeah. heard that they were into this and pretty much wrote a proposal about them starting a company archive. And yeah. they were like, you're hired. And that, he's been there ever since. Yeah. And if you're familiar with his work, one of his biggest works you probably know is, uh, and if you're a Disney fan, you probably have this on your bookshelf, uh, Disney A to Z. Uh, which is basically an encyclopedia of Disney knowledge, you know, and, ha- and also he has a bunch of trivia books, but Disney A to Z is probably one of his biggest ones. I have that on my bookshelf as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but rest in peace, good sir. Thank you for everything yes. uh, that you've done for Disney Fan Universe and the company and everything. All right, so the next bit of news that came out is about the Aladdin live action adaptation movie set to come out. So recently they sent out a trailer about the live-action adaptation of Disney's Aladdin, uh, which features our first look of Will Smith as the Blue Genie, being blue in his wonderfulness. (laughs) Um, Have you guys seen this? Oh, God, how could you have not? (laughs) Yeah. The memes online alone. (laughs) Yes. Everybody's been talking about Blue Smith. Yes. 
Blue Smith. <laughs> yeah, Blue Smith. <laughs> Blue Smith. That's right. Not Blacksmith. Blue Smith. <laughs> Say Eli. What? You know who this is, Eli? Who this is? This is Blacksmith. Hey, Blacksmith. Hey, you know, I want to introduce somebody, Eli. Who that? Is a, is, is a very dear family member of mine. We related? No, it's my distant cousin twice removed from my mother's side. Who that? It's Blue Smith. Blue Smith. Blue Smith, yeah. <laughs> Blue Smith the Bel Air. That's right. He, he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he deals with magic and but you know, I do like blacksmithing. I can like make you, stuff. You make glasses stuff. What does is, what is Blue Smith do? He just makes things go poof. That's it. Yeah, you want to talk to you, go poof. <laughs> And he says, you know why, Eli? Why? Because he's Blue Smith. Blue Smith. He's Blue Smith. I see what Blue Smith going to do. I don't know. I'm what curious. does Blue Smith sound like? I, I, he's not here right now. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were introducing him to Blue Smith. Oh, I was. I wanted I? to hear your Blue Smith voice. Hey, I'm, I'm Blue Smith. <laughs> How you doing, Blue Smith? I'm doing just fine. How you doing? You're the boom and everything. I'm Blue Smith. My cousin twice removed. Blacksmith, you're a fine person to get to know. <laughs> we do what we can, cousin. <laughs> yeah. Cousin Smith. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. <laughs> so, so what did y'all think of Blue Smith? Oof. Not my Blue Smith, but like actual Blue Smith. <laughs> Your Blue Smith was pretty good. I, you know. I mean, it, it, it's caused a lot of discussion amongst the Disney fan universe. If you keep up with those kinds of things, guys. He just, there's no, it's a no-win situation. It is. There's no way anybody, and I mean, nothing against Will Smith. There's just no way anybody. I, I can't think of maybe... Off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone that could do that role other than Robin Williams. Well, yeah, I wouldn't you know, even speak to problem, that, but, but that's I don't understand it. I mean, this all of a sudden, no one likes Will Smith. I'm like, no, what's when you the were, problem? when you were talking about the controversy, I, I thought we were referring to was about like a month ago. You remember that Entertainment Weekly article came out, and there's Will Smith as the genie and on the cover, blue. and he wasn't blue, and everyone lost their minds. And, and now he's like, blue. I mean, damned. Yeah. Y'all screw this up. And then Will Smith had to come out and say, No, 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 no. Don't worry. I'm going to be blue. I'm just going to be mostly CGI, and I'm going to be blue. I promise. The trailer comes out. There's blue Will Smith, and then everyone gets online and like, Psh, Will Smurf is on my TV now, and I don't like this. It's, it, it's no one situation. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. Like they can't, you can't. No one wants to give him a chance. Yeah, that's kind of weird because it's like I guess none of those guys that criticize are Broadway fans because the, the Broadway genie was. He was blue face. He, he was blue, blue face. face. Blue <laughs> face. That's a thing There's now. The oh, wow. Oh, There's Blue Smith. Oh, that must be a, a little Al Jolson action. Yeah. Oh, no, but it was an African-American that was all dressed up in blue. Yeah. Okay. That was the Broadway genie for sure. And he's a very popular genie. Great genie. Everybody loved him. Can I tell you what? I mean, I'm more looking forward to Blue Will Smith than any more Avatar bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blue Will Smith is a blue person you get behind. Yes. Yes. So does the Disney fan community just rather not have this movie be made i mean I, the genie's kind of an important part of the story yeah. are they are they tired little, of the oh sorry go ahead oh go ahead no no, no. no i was just to ask are they tired of just a whole live action thing period yeah i think that's it which is where a lot of this really? has come from you just that's exactly where i was gonna go with that it's i i think people don't want this i mean mm-hmm. if you don't look the only thing i can say about this is that the cgi looked a little wonky mm-hmm. <laughs> wonky Unless maybe it, maybe it wasn't CGI. Maybe he was touring Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory and stole some of that gum. <laughs> Wonka Smith. <laughs> and he blew up as a blueberry, and then they had to deduce him or whatever they had. And that's how he ended up looking a little off. But no. It, <laughs> he ate Veruca Salt. He ate. <laughs> oh. Violet Burgard. That was her name. Oh, I'm sitting right? there like, who's the girl who ate the gum? Um, but no, I mean, the, the CGI looked a little bit wonky, but I mean, you remember when Venom, the trailer for Venom hit? Yeah. And the first Beauty and the Beast, I mean, people were complaining then, oh, that looks terrible. That looks, t- the CGI on Venom looks awful. The CGI of the, the with Lumiere and all the 
the appliances, as you put it. Okay. That looks terrible. <laughs> um, and then everyone walked away kind of liking those movies. So, I mean, I'm a little bit more concerned about what I saw out of Jafar. The actor yeah. playing him, he kind of looked lifeless and his voice was nowhere near sinister. He didn't even look menacing at in any way. Did he sound um, like this? He did kind of sound like that. <laughs> Jafar Smith, that's you? Yago, oh, Yago, no. get my pants. Oh, my. Blue Smith is doing that Eddie Murphy thing and playing multiple roles. Yes, in yes. How about that? How many Smiths uh-huh. out here today? <laughs> A lot of Smiths. A lot of Smiths. But even the Cave of Wonders looked over- underwhelming to me. Yeah. I like the, the version that popped out of the sand and... That looked really cool. Now you got like a, I guess it's a tiger face built into the side of a wall of a cave. I, I don't know. It, I was underwhelmed by what I saw of everything. Like Blue Smith was the, the least, least of my it. worries. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, Bad Boys 3 Return of the Genie or something like that. <laughs> Bad Boys 3 Return of the Genie? I'm good with that. But as far as Blue Smith is concerned, I, I have no problem with that. I thought it was a funny little joke. He popped up. He said, I know a few things about Prince. I'm like, I get it, Fresh Prince. That's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> you French Prince with called with called that you started uh, doing the Carlton yeah I did you know it's Carlton don't, don't you see that why would you do that you know he's gonna videotape it uh, yeah right it online is Carlton playing the, the, the monkey <laughs> <laughs> it's not unusual well cool guys we're curious to know what you think about Blue Smith let us know magicroway.com and last news story we're gonna talk about today is um, people fighting over a parking space over at the Animal Kingdom and Walt Disney World. Everything's alleged as far as the events that have occurred. But uh, according to the Orlando Sentinel, they basically kind of sum it up like this. Elderly couple going to Disney World, goes to one of the handicapped spots, finds somebody backing out. They're waiting for them to back out. Said car backs out. They're ready to take the space. SUV comes flying in from the other side and swoops and takes the spot. Things were exchanged. We don't know what. At some, you know, a fist was raised, and then at some point, allegedly, a firearm was raised in the def- in the defense or defense or defiance or whatever uh, to the other couple that was trying to take the spot initially. Yes, and that's the long and short of the story. Uh, they, they said that whatever report uh, the police did investigate, and whatever report was, uh, or whatever findings they had was redacted. Uh, so we don't don't know exactly sure, unless you all have read an article that's more recent. No, all I know is that the they're waiting to. Def- to figure out whether or not charges should be filed. They're looking yeah. into things. They have contradictory stories mm-hmm. from one couple to the other couple. One couple is saying uh, he pointed a gun at us, and the other couple is saying, nope, I was holding my wallet in my hand. Yep. And they mm-hmm. mistook it as a gun. Which, right. Do you so- know how much money I have? <laughs> I'm crushing my wallet. <laughs> yeah, because you know, when you're trying to threaten somebody, the first thing you do is shake your wallet yeah, at them. Exactly. And the Orlando Central does report that the, the, uh, the people in the SUV that swoop and took the spot... Um, I guess one of them was uh, a concealed carry permit holder. Yeah. So this is what it's worth. Story falls apart in my opinion because I don't. Unless you're Inspector Clouseau, I don't know how you don't put that together. It's like, excuse me, this gentleman right over here said that you pointed a gun at him over a parking spot. No, 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 officer, I did not point a gun at that gentleman right over there. Mm. I do, however, happen to have a gun in my car, but. No, I pointed my wallet at him and right. shook it menacingly. <laughs> right. I, what, where's the police work there? How would that guy have known that that dude had a gun in the car unless he saw I mean, that would have been a hell of a guess. Yes. Yes. Right. And how do you mistake a wallet for a gun? 
if that is the case. I mean, what kind of gun is that small? Or is the wallet that big? Well, they said it was a semi-autic. I mean, they got yeah. detailed as right. to exactly who, what gun it was. Sir, he pulled out an M60 like, damn, how big is that wallet? M60, <laughs> good lord. That's what Rambo uses. Bottomless <laughs> wallet right there. Right. Yeah, if I'm the police, I, I, I make a judgment call pretty much right then and there that one couple story sounds a little bit more believable mm-hmm. than the others. You file charges and let the court sort the whole thing yeah. out i think the craziest part of this are like 60 70 year old people like it's not even like i'm thinking it's like oh some reckless some young some young dumb punk whippersnappers like, ah, yeah no gonna, dude old people don't yeah, give a damn man they're crazy over there in florida like damn <laughs> <laughs> there was this local tow truck driver that lived in, you know, about five minutes away from here his name was big lee he oh yeah oh, gosh, drove around yeah. this yes. purple yellow gold like everything big lsu fan yeah, yeah. big lsu Not fan just a, his yeah, fan. truck yeah. was the color of the lsu tag his house was painted purple he oh, had a wow. mini version yes. of his truck for his kid yes oh like a little battery powered truck a little battery powered truck color the exact same way as yeah. his big wow. old truck and big he was an truck. older man he was like in his 70s and he, there was another gentleman that lived next to him who was an even older man they were feuding for whatever reason. They for were years, like, apparently, yeah, so they were feuding, yeah. This guy gets into his car one day, and Big Lee points his hose at him and sprays the, <laughs> the car with the hose. The guy rolls down his window, has a few words for Big Lee. Big Lee points the hose right back at him and says, sprays him through the open window. <laughs> Older gentleman gets out the car and shoots him dead. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. You yes. don't that did mess happen, yeah. With old people. Old people don't cuz they don't care. They old. That's yeah, right. Yeah, like 20 to life. I only got 2 years left. What do I care? Yeah, they like I got something for you ass right here, boy. I got something. It ain't no false teeth either. Every single time I talk to one of our clients, they think they're dying tomorrow. They live like there's no tomorrow. That's 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 old people. Okay, so the real question <laughs> is people. was this like a really really close handicap spot well, or something a, to Yeah, but the handicap spot is going to be close anyway. Yeah, I know, but you like, know I mean? but usually they have like what five or six of them, so they must have all been filled because like that's a total. Well, I don't know if if it's like at Magic Kingdom, they have, I don't remember exactly, but I'm sure they have a. I think they have a bunch. It's like a whole lot yeah, full of handicapped spaces right by the entrance. Sometimes you're ever trying to find a parking spot any uh, middle of the day, and you're trying to find a parking spot at Disney. It's it's difficult, you know, even handicap or not. I mean, it's. It's probably a hundred degrees outside, you know. It's like <laughs> you don't want to park far because you look yeah. at the entrance and you got to walk all the way there because they're running the trams really. Or you, or you have a fast pass to flight of passage that's about to expire. <laughs> I gotta get there. Ah, shoot, man, we ain't never gonna get to ride this damn thing. Goddamn, I walking to work. I gotta get there quick. I can't walk that fast. God, no. We gotta go through the oasis. Damn. <laughs> they got no shortcut. Damn. Get the scooter out. Damn. You know, oh, considering dude. this whole thing could have been avoided, that other couple just would have taken the bus. I, I would say that's another point for staying on property. Staying on property, yeah. <laughs> Wait, which couple? The one with the- no gun violence. <laughs> yeah. No gun violence on Disney buses. What a crappy move, too, to be the people that... Because I have to had that happen to me before. Not going yeah. for a handicapped spot, but, but just... You general, wait. Yeah. yeah, you wait. You put the blinker on, and then you wait for the other car to come out. Like You just think that's like uh, etiquette. Yeah, but yeah, so you, you, you're waiting for that parking spot, you got your blinker on, you do yes. all the socially acceptable, you know, things to, to say, hey, this is my spot, I've been waiting here for 20 minutes for this old person to get in the car and get out. Yeah, and then somebody else just like, and just turns right in. I hate that, I hate that too. I would think the person that got the gun, the parking spot stolen would be the one pulling out the gun, you know, but the guy got the spot, what's he mad about? That is kind of weird, huh? Yeah. yeah. I but guess it's just a, no, the, the guy that, that did the offending defended. Yeah. 
No, yeah. that makes complete sense because you were the dick. You pulled in the spot and you're like, ha, 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 And the guy shakes his fist like, I'm ready to fight you. Meanwhile, you're an old man. You've got to hurry up and get to your flight of passage. <laughs> right. You flash a gun. They go away. Easy access right to the park. Ah, that's Otherwise, the if he would have got out the car and the guy shaking his fist, he probably would have had words with him. Never to bring a fist to a gunfight. Right. <laughs> they went and duke it out old style. Just like an Irishman. <laughs> bring a fist to a gunfight. Meanwhile, this guy pulls out like an old World War II musket. Like, I got something for him, but... Oh, man. What a crazy situation. <laughs> World War II musket. <laughs> Stuff it with the gunpowder. You think Civil War musket. <laughs> Honey, reload the next one. Yeah. Please question him. Excuse me, sir. Uh, this couple over here said that you pointed a musket at him. No, 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 no. I was holding a Slim Jim. <laughs> it was a musket. And, and he mistook it for a, a, a musket. Now, I just so happened to be on my way to a Civil War reenactment and do have a musket in the car. But I assure you, it was a Slim Jim, and I, I had a craving for a bold, spicy piece of it. <laughs> Nearly coincidental. Totally. <laughs> it could have been an officer. That wasn't no gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I took that Viagra. That's just what I got hanging on the dashboard. Uh, yeah, crazy, man, that that stuff happens. But I could see that. There's a lot of owner people out there, especially in the parks, especially when you're walking around in the parks. I've yeah. seen like you know actions of that nature. Sure. You know, when you're in the heat and stuff. But yeah, just look, everybody just be cool, man. Yeah, not everybody it's hard to be cool in 99 degree heat. That's true, that. too. There's that. Heat will make you that. crazy. Yeah. And don't give all wallet owners a bad name, you know? I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of good wallet owners out there that, you know, are responsible with their wallets. You know, don't don't give the rest of us a bad name. That's okay. true. <laughs> they Just put their wallet in the police lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of these is your wallet? Someone that says bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we're curious to know what you think about this particular article. We'd love to hear from you. MagicRoy.com. All right, ladies, gentlemen, Mohicans. Um, today we are talking about uh, the demise of Pleasure Island and the reasons why it went away. And this whole conversation was spurred on by an article that was released earlier this year uh, from Orlando Weekly indicating that Disney World's last remaining nightclub might finally be closing. And what they are referring to is the Atlantic Dance Hall on the boardwalk. Soon to be closing sometime this year, speculated. And that prompted the whole retrospective on MOW 255 and 256, where we kind of reminisced on our experiences and the history and the elaborate backstory of Pleasure Island. So be sure to go check out those shows. And today we want to kind of round out the conversation and discover the reasons and discuss the reasons of why Pleasure Island went away. Yes. And so I will turn it over to my esteemed colleague, Danny Lawless Esquire, <laughs> who will lead us through this particular discussion down this very dark time to the round out the full history of this wonderful place that we have enjoyed when we were younger. Esquire, huh? Esquire, yes. Esquire. Well, yes. thank you, Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, so. Thank you, Ted Lawless. Yeah. It is the 30th anniversary of that movie, I think. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, wow. How, how timely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, thank you. Rock on, dude. Clever. Yes. Uh, yeah, basically, this was a discussion that we were meant to have about, what, three weeks ago? About three weeks ago, yes. You know, the thing of it is, is when you do something like this, I mean, if you're ever watching any documentary in retrospective, it always starts off with, you know, how something came to be, then they show you what was there, and that the last tail end of it is always the downfall, how yes. it went away. And so we meant to discuss that. But we're very verbose, 
so verbose yes. that we ran into two shows and yes. it just we just kept running over. And it kind of speaks to the elab like we, if you listen to the shows we talk about that elaborate backstory and it was that 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 place was very uh, uh deep yes. in the backstories for each and every club. So yeah, it's it's hard to cover have that discussion and have it cover only like a one one hour ish show. That's it exactly. I mean yeah. it goes to show just how intense those backstories were and why uh, kind of when Back we then, said it last yeah. week where yeah it's lazy storytelling well like this that's why it's there yes so this All is right. kind of like the <laughs> disney true hollywood stories although we have <laughs> like learned that. yes <laughs> it says it ends with meriwether adam pleasure in the bathroom of a motel <laughs> <laughs> with a donut his pants down <laughs> with a side that says kurt russell did mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well matthew mcconaughey plays the bongos naked <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. That's so, visual. why did Pleasure Island close? People suck. <laughs> <laughs> is that the explanation? No, I don't know if that's the explanation. What would you say? What would what would each of y'all give as reasons why y'all think Pleasure Island closed? Something financial. Something financial. That's that's on the list. I mean, this is this is a list. Don't get me wrong. There's no one reason why. Oh, the, it's like top ten. It's like fa- like yeah. This is like our guesses. Yeah. Top. You know, six answers on the board. Now, this could be in any order. Obviously, there's one that a lot of people point to more than anything else that kind of had a domino effect. But I'm curious to see what y'all think was the reason that Pleasure Island closed. So you're saying financial. You don't think they were making enough money. Yeah, that's all. All right, Kev? I'll say maybe they wanted to create something that involves the whole family, maybe like more of the time. Rather than just like part of the time. Uh, That uh, that answer is also on the board, but Ah, also not the top answer. Lee. Gang violence. That's on the list. Gang violence. Oh, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. We're going to play. We're going to play. Blood the blood but the not the top oh, reason. Oh, damn. Not the top reason. Brainy okay. and Amoeba. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Although that, that was unfortunate. <laughs> uh, somebody, that was an unfortunate episode. <laughs> something in the mimosas. They wanted to sell better quality cupcakes, burgers, and poutine. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah? No? no Somebody's no. lease was up. No, 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 no. That well, was not it. Okay, okay. I'm not going to belabor the point anymore. All right, all right. All right. I was fun. It was fun. It, it was. was. I, th- I think y'all are having fun, and y'all are getting into a lot of good guesses, which is like, yeah, let's go They're- down that road, but we can't quite go down there just yet okay. because we need to discuss the number one reason why. Did we at least hit some of the uh, ones? Yes. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You're so all we did okay. Aim, we did okay. Your aim was very, very good. Dang, I just really wanted to get the number one answer. You really did want to get the number one answer? I, really I don't think it. you would have guessed it. He's about to unla- unravel it for us. Okay. I think when you hear it, you're going to be like, what? 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 The number one reason that Pleasure Island closed. Yes. Somebody got pregnant. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Wait, what? Somebody got pregnant? That's no. right. They got Oh, you're serious. They didn't pull on out. the dance yes. floor. Oh, yeah. On the rhythm method didn't work. We yes. got to shut this down. How we got to have baby have armadillos running around here? How is this possible? <laughs> babies None for the armadillos. <laughs> we got armadillo mutant babies going around. Shut this place down. You got armadillos? He got that dog Dylan. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's terminus. <laughs> Uncurable. All right. So the number one answer. Yes. Number one answer. Y'all give up. I really Just thought he sure. said pregnant. Right. I totally. I know. Uh, but last time I was going in it and y- y'all had one more last guess. I want to make sure all I, last guesses are out of your system. I can see. What, what do you have? Drum roll. And the number one answer is. Boom. Foot traffic. Foot traffic. Foot traffic. Foot traffic. <laughs> Get on your Sunday shoes. What? <laughs> <track? laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. And it is Ooh-wee. Sunday. We're recording this on a Sunday morning. Yes, it is. Sunday shoes. Ooh-wee. No breeze. Hundred. <laughs> f- 
degrees. <laughs> <laughs> People fall today, these yeah. Wow. Foot traffic. Foot traffic. Foot traffic. So there's too um, many yeah. people. No. No, not enough. No. Not enough. No, they people. wanted to no. probably wanted something to flow easily from like one side to west side. There you go. Instead of having uh, to go cuz before you used to have to go around, that's especially right. when the Pleasure Island was like on tickets and you're gated, you couldn't walk through. Yeah, let's lay it out. Yeah. Okay, so remember for this. those who don't remember or weren't around for it, the way Pleasure Island was laid out, it, it was pretty linear. Mhm. And you start off at the marketplace. Yes. That's where they the first drop. They would drop you off at the West End as well. They could, but yeah, yeah. There was three elements to it. There was there was the marketplace, there was Pleasure Island, and there was the West End. And so you could get dropped off at the West Side. beginning of the marketplace, <laughs> or you can get dropped off all the way at the West end Side. At the <laughs> West End. <laughs> East Side. West Side. Problem was, smack dab in between those two areas was Pleasure Island. And Pleasure Island was a separate ticketed area. Yes. Which meant that you couldn't just walk in to Pleasure Island. There was turnstiles that prevented traffic flow as people were checking to make sure you had your ticket. And that way you can gain admission into Pleasure Island. So it caused a lot of problems because, you know, the marketplace, obviously, that was a place meant for people to focus on their shopping needs. Right. World of Disney or, or Art of Disney or uh, the Christmas or all that kind of stuff. And Whereas, just to kind of let the listeners know, if you remember from our discussion on 255, 256, mm-hmm. uh, we had stated that it shut down at 7. So you had to have a ticket to go into that area at 7 p.m. Yes, that's so right. So people, families were still out shopping or probably even eating dinner. So you that's can kind exactly of put right. together your head what's going on there. Yes. So, yeah, you're doing your shopping at the marketplace. You're going to the West End for your entertainment options, which is, you know, Lanuba. Mm-hmm. Disney Quest was the other thing that was over there. Uh, the palace is right on the outskirts of Pleasure Island leading mm-hmm. into, uh, into the West End area. So in order for families to have this seamless experience, because you'd have people booking restaurants. Right. Uh, they, I want to go to Wolfgang Puck. Because both sides had restaurants. Yes. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah. nicer ones, I mean, like the Ra- Rainforest Cafe and everything like that were in the marketplace. Your Wolfgang Pucks and all that, that was over on the West End side. And Pleasure Island just prevented guest flow of traffic getting from one area to the next. So that led to a lot of guess complaints understandably so mm-hmm. so, so basically let me understand this right like you have a dinner reservation at whatever over here and you want to go over to Cirque du Soleil because you got tickets how did you get over there you just you had, had, to, to, you had to leave and then go back around or yes you could exit out through Pleasure Island mm-hmm. and walk around the outskirts of it yeah okay, there's so like there was a, little, a way around there was a, there was a, a little pain it, it was there was a small sidewalk yes that they okay. had built in like if you think of the parking lot mm-hmm. they had did have a sidewalk that walked that entire perimeter on the outside Close to the between the parking lot and that property, and so that's what you'd have to do because I remember having to do that a lot. You know, you'd walk out of the marketplace, take that little sidewalk, and then you enter into the west side, mm-hmm. especially when it was closed. Gotcha. Okay. So it wasn't anything that was pre-planned to say, "Hey, we need to accommodate for the large yeah. amount of foot traffic." It was, mm-hmm. like, it was crowded. Yeah, it was <laughs> yes. a little, it was a crowded itty bitty sidewalk because they couldn't make it wider because the parking lot was right there, and they had cars. If you remember the, how the parking lots mm-hmm. laid out. You had the, where the area where the cars parked, and between that and the side up were like a, a thoroughway for the cars to get to those spaces. So it was a lot of people on a small sidewalk walking to uh, walking next to a bunch of cars moving. So it was kind of it was kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy. Uh, for sure. It was poor designing when, yes, when they was, decided yeah. to go ahead and plan it that you took the adult only area and pretty much made it the central hub. <laughs> Of this area. And, and don't get me wrong, a lot of the great clubs were in there, and that was an attraction for a lot of people. But for families or and people who just didn't have the ticket, I mean, it, it was a pain in the butt. 
So there was a lot of complaints about it. And eventually, Disney just did away with the turnstiles. So you could just walk in. Yes. Now you can walk in, and instead of having to pay a separate ticket to enter into Pleasure Island, you can now pay uh, a cover charge to go in per club. So that helped alleviate that. But still, in people's minds, it was like, oh, shoot. Got to go around whenever they got to that point. So, I mean, it, it kind of became an ingrained in people's mind that this situation just kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. But that was part of the reason why they got rid of the turnstiles. But it was a huge headache. So that was the number one reason why we first started running into issues with Pleasure Island. The second reason is, so, okay, now you've, you've done away with the turnstiles. Well, what is that going to lead to? Everyone can walk through that area. It doesn't matter. It's all open to the public. So now you got regular families interacting with heavily intoxicated guests. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like Bourbon Street. Your daughter's pretty. (laughs) Let me get her. So I don't think it's all that coincidental that right around that time, the West End stage where they had all Mm -hmm. the outdoor music and, and the New Year's Eve midnight show that they would do where they celebrated, all that went away. Yep. And I think that was in an effort to keep the drunk people out of the streets where the kids were all passing through and keep them into the club. So now you've just lost... Two things that Pleasure Island was really known for. Right. I mean, the, the, celebrating mid, the New Year's New Year Eve. Day, I mean, that was a big thing for them. Really, it was. It was interesting, the experience, for sure. <laughs> New Year's in the middle of July. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. And you're just screaming along like, oh, okay, I'll, I guess, I guess we'll I'll kiss. go with it. Yeah, <laughs> Not that we wouldn't kiss before, but yeah. I mean, around this time, there was a story about a man who got so drunk on Pleasure Island that he decided, you know what? I'm going to swim back to my room over at Saratoga's. Wow. <laughs> and so he jumps into Village Lake and he begins to swim across. He gets cramps halfway through. They have to rescue him. <laughs> he gets cramps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, man. Hey, why did he drink some water? <laughs> got a whole lake right you there. Gotta hydrate. <laughs> Eat a banana or something. Oh, my God. Why, really? couldn't, why couldn't that guy got eaten by an alligator? <laughs> they ain't want his drunk ass. It was happening. <laughs> so now these guys just climb pyramids and stuff. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, you're starting to see a little bit more of the drunk behavior where it's like, okay, let, let's start corralling this now that families are starting to be present around here. So that's another big reason why Pleasure Island was becoming a problem. So now the turnstiles are gone. Now you have let everybody into the madness. And in order to kind of calm down the madness, you've had to start chipping away at what made it so special. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Because it's always that one crazy drunk person that messes it up for everybody. Yeah, everyone's having a good old time. And then Tommy had to go jump in the lake. Yeah, like, thanks, Tommy. (laughs) Appreciate you. (laughs) Man, I got to go pee, but I don't want to walk all the way around there. <laughs> dude, my room, I can see my room. It's like right there. It's so dude. close. Hey, well, hey. Why don't you just pee in the lake? No, I wouldn't do that. No, <laughs> man. What? Well, yeah. those buses can take forever. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm, I'm going to swim that lake. You think anybody, you think I'll notice it's dark? You, yeah. Can I do it? You know? I won't tell nobody. All right, I'm going to go for it. Well, you know, the funny thing was is that he told the cops that there was a second guy who jumped in with him. It's like and Alcatraz. <laughs> but he's like, I don't know where he went. And then so the police, they're scouring the lake, and they're, they're dragging the lake, and they're looking around for like three hours, and finally they realize this guy just, there's no truth whatsoever, and so they charge a guy with making a false report. I can't help but think, some guy goes, you jump in, I'll jump in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll race. Jumps in, and now, now you're under arrest. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy's like, man, what a jackass. I'll just play it. He Let's just go back off. to the armadillo. Yeah. He goes bowling afterwards. Like, man, I didn't. I wouldn't jump in there. That's crazy, though. I mean, that's not. I get it, but that's that's so unfair, you know, because that's on people, mm-hmm. not necessarily Disney. 
in this case. I mean, well, but there again, like Disney could have done a better job isolating this place. Well, like putting a higher gate over the area where the guy wants well, to jump in. And no, water no, well, not necessarily. I mean, look, you're cops. never going to stop dumb people from doing dumb things. I right. mean, they're going to figure out a way to do that no matter what. Like, like you said, what are you going to do? Tear down the Mexican pavilion because people want to, you know, scale the temple. Mm. Uh, you, you can't do it. I mean, you can't legislate against stupid. Stupid is going to happen. Stupid is a stupid does. Exactly. Yeah. It's a Darwin thing. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I, I just had a, a visual of like uh, the the Disney police showing up like Miami Vice, except not in speedboats. <laughs> they, they show up in like water mice <laughs> with the lights on it. Yeah, I can hear the theme music in the background. It's got to be a body under here somewhere. <laughs> Come crazy. on, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if they originally designed that with the intention of pull people to this area, pull the adults to this area. You know, that I mean? might have well been the intention, you know? but it was it was poorly thought out because there again, you have people who are starting off their day doing the shopping, and then they want to end it over at Wolfgang Puck with something yeah. to eat, or they're going to go to the Rainforest Cafe, and then they're going to ha- go catch the show over at Lanuba. Man, they could have just built sky buckets or subway. Then some oh, idiot okay. would have or an threw elevated train. <laughs> some idiot would have threw quarters off of it and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, kill people. Of, man, what kind of idiot would do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm 25 cents shy of this dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God has spilled me! All right, so foot traffic number one reason. Foot travel foot number traffic. one reason, which leads to two families mingling mingling with heavily intoxicated guests, which leads to three. Kevin, you alluded to it before. Oh, what did I say? Um, you remember? Biggie no, and Tupac. What did I say? Bloods and Crips. Bloods and Crips. Oh, they got pregnant? Oh, gang, gang, gang violence. Yes. That's right. That's Gangs right, got pregnant. <laughs> 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 We're going to form a truce to your bloods and the Crips. We're going to have a baby it's in the not, middle. It's not girls gone wild. It's gangs got pregnant. Gangs got pregnant. <laughs> yes. So, and, and let's make a distinction between gangs and violence. Okay. Because actually, you know, obviously, uh, violence and gangs, they don't necessarily go hand in hand. Again. That's true. It's over turf. It's always over turf. But removing the turnstiles open the door for local teens who like to hang out at the mall to be like, well, let's just hang out here instead. This is actually a lot cooler. <laughs> there's a movie theater there. It's clean. There's, yeah, there's it's clean. There's better all lit. Exactly. So kids, teens, started loitering outside of all the clubs now because they could freely go wherever they wanted. And it started making things a little bit intimidating, shall we say, for the guests walking around with younger kids. Because you'd have these teens and you wouldn't know, are they, are they being fashionable? They're, they're flashing little signs to one another. Or is it gang related? They got their Jinkos on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're like, oh, like the gods and stuff. <laughs> like bell bottom Jinkos. The Can't chain tell. wallets. Yep. Can't tell if it's a boy or a girl because they both wear black lipstick. They're modified, so to speak, is what they call it. Piercings. Oh, modified. That's what they call it, modified. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so that's what happened. So there was, even if you didn't have a ton of violence, there was a perception. There was a threat. People felt uneasy. Unsafe in the uh, bubble, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then you had an incident where somebody set off a pipe bomb in one of the trash cans in and around the area. Yeah, there was a second incident where a couple claimed, n- no one could say for certain that this actually happened because the couple didn't quite cooperate with the police, but they claimed that they were kidnapped from the parking lot at gunpoint and then taken around ATMs and forced to withdraw money. Oh my gosh. So, it yeah. ended up, it was just a wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were 65 years old, they didn't know what they were talking about. I thought yeah. you were going to say there was some old couple waiting to throw their trash away at the trash can. Is that a gun in my like back? This? No, it's a wallet. <laughs> wallet, man. So uh, the Orange County Sheriff's Department began cracking down on gang-related activities in around 2007, and Disney immediately stepped up their enforcement, leading them to banning 
a lot of people from their property. Anyone that they felt was loitering, they would just go over there and ask them to leave and tell them they could never come back. Wow, that's profiling. That's exactly what happened. So now Disney's starting to get a bad look because now people are accusing them of profiling because people are like, no, my kids were hanging out and y'all just banned them from Disney for life. We live in Orlando. What else is there to do? Right. My kid is going back to Disney. You can't do this. <laughs> so people, people were mad. People were understandably mad over the pro. So, I mean, if you're Disney, you're in no one situation here. People, mad. people want you to protect that area and keep it safe for people who are on vacation and looking to have a good time but now if you ask people to leave you're being accused of profiling well it's like uh you need to protect us from these punk ass kids Mm -hmm. but not my kid my kids yes yeah you You need to be able to to look at them and read the situation yeah and you know unfortunately it it just doesn't quite work out that way so that's people people mad yeah people mad this is what's so crazy but it's like it's like here where, you know, you have Bourbon Street, and I, I see families that take their, you know, their kids down Bourbon Street day or night. And it's kind of like, during the day, if you want, so you can have your family experience, I get that. But you know there's a certain time where it's going to get raunchy. You know, you just don't have to be out there and put your child through that. Well, right. But, like, if you go down Bourbon Street, there's not, like, you know, a Toys R Us on one end and a Jungle Gym on the other. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got, you got Toys R Us, Michael Flint, and <laughs> and Big Dad, uh, Larry, Larry Flint, Larry Flint, <laughs> Larry Flint's Hustle Club. That's his brother, Michael Flint, <laughs> and uh, you know, and Starbucks hey, on this end. We got his cousin Skin Flint. That's right, his, his cousin Arrow Flint and yeah. Blue Flint, of course. Blue of Flint. course, yeah, Blue Flint, Flint Smith, and Black Flint, Black Pink Flint, all of them. That'd be, that's just crazy. I mean, I get why I get what you're saying. I just think that's just really un- unfortunate that that's why a place like that has to shut down because now. But that's not why. Or one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons. But like again, you know, it's, it's never one reason. If you break up with a girl, very seldom is there one reason why you're breaking up. Generally, there's one main reason, like you know, I found her in dead with you know, uh, found her in dead. Yeah, that will get you. <laughs> that'll get you a breakup real quick. Yeah, she you dead. broke up with her. She's dead. Damn. What you with Dan Hamadeda? <laughs> what you want from me? I th- I'm just saying, if if you found her in bed with Pink Smith, say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, or Blue Smith or whatever the hell. Chances are there was something leading up to that that you weren't quite happy. I mean, very rarely do you go from bliss to cheating. Generally, there's signs along yeah. the way that things aren't going well. It just so happens that, you know, each one of these signs, you know, contribute to the ultimate end. So, so these are probably like polyamorous teenagers. <laughs> <could have been>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then let's get to your point, Eli. One of your first points, and Lee, you made it as well. Declining revenue. Oh, of course. That's uh, got to be, yeah. So now the general, con- the general consensus was that Pleasure Island's revenue was starting to decline somewhat. Now, it was still profitable. I mean, the clubs were still doing great. But as you can imagine, with most clubs, they're packed as hell and busy on the weekends, not so much during the week. Right. So that was part of it. But another big reason was competition, because finally didn't, you know, Universal got into the downtown district business, and, and they opened up a Universal... Citywalk, yeah. Uh, Citywalk, yes, absolutely. And what Universal did to compete with Disney was instead of charging, as Disney was doing at the time one price for a cover charge and you had to pay a separate ticket to go ahead and get in universals was free for anybody to walk up go into city walk grab a drink 
go in the restaurant. You know, hell, you could buy a drink on the street. I mean, you can't to this day. You still can't do that at Downtown Disney. I tried. Doesn't work. <laughs> downtown Disney Anaheim. I should yeah. let me, let me preface because we still have a Downtown Disney. Orlando listeners listeners might be confused, but I'm, I'm speaking Anaheim, not Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's another one of the reasons why they think that you now Disney did do away with the turnstiles was because people were starting to gravitate more towards Universal City Walk. Uh, because they didn't have to pay the exorbitant cover charge to go ahead and get in for a bunch of clubs that they weren't necessarily going to all of them, just maybe one or two. Uh, the second part of that was that, and, and this was a lot of people felt like this was a fair criticism of Disney at the time, was that they didn't do a very good job of keeping the clubs up with the current trends. Mm. You know, a lot of these clubs were starting to become outdated, whereas Universal City Walk had managed to hook up contracts with these large, like, third party entities like, you know, Margaritaville and couple of them that mm-hmm. were popping up over there in Universal. Uh, that You're saying was a, they had better branding than Universal did? I'm saying they had more trendier establishments that people wanted to go to. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, we've kind of danced you know, at the Neon Armadillo. We've kind of seen the <laughs> shtick over at the Comedy Warehouse. Now, we kind of want to go ahead and do something a little bit different, so we're going to go to Universal, and we're going to try out their stuff. Mm. Now, Kevin, have you been to City Walk recently? And, and no, I mean, I know Margaritaville is there. Um, they have a Latin dance club. I forget the name of it. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, spicy. That's pretty hot. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, maybe like peppers or something. Yeah, caliente. I mean, it's almost like, you know, Applebee's is all good and well and good until they come out with, uh, you know, the new restaurant or whatever. It's like, oh, then you just like, oh, this Applebee's kind of sucks. I didn't realize it sucks so bad. That's exactly it. And, and, and that's what ends up happening is that things get outdated and nobody, you know, it's like, okay, we're, oh, Emerald's opened a restaurant over there. Oh, they got a Pato's. Pato's, Hard Rock. Red Coconut Club, yeah. Bubba Gump. Um, Bob Marley. Oh, yeah, Bob Marley. That was another big one, Red Coconut. So, I mean, yeah. A lot of stuff opened over there. Blue Man Group. That was another Blue thing. Blue Man I Group's big, man. Yeah. yeah. I like that show, actually. Uh, talking about Blue Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's a bunch of blue people. They'll get yeah. more blue than that. Uh, so there you go. So now you got like a lot more trendy establishments. And they're third-party establishments. These are things that people have heard of before. Yes. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Why do I want to go to A-Tracks when I can go to, you know... Bob Marley's. Uh, they uh, even have a Pato's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. Which is rare. Yeah, that's that's. I haven't been to that Pato's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pato's basically, you know, it's in New Orleans, guys, and the whole piano bar business. And they created one in Disney's Boardwalk. Um, oh, what's the one in Boardwalk called? Raglan Road. Mm-hmm. No, no, not Raglan Road. It's um, oh Jelly Rolls. Jelly Rolls. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah Jelly Roll Morton. Morton. Uh, yeah, so Jelly Rolls. But yeah, then they said, well, if you're gonna have Jelly Rolls, I'll just bring the original Pato's here. <laughs> the Universal City Walk. Um, since we're talking about this, Dan, if I could just kind of run through the uh, uh, timeline real quick so people sure. kind of have an idea. Um, so, uh, listeners, could you uh, give you an idea of how all of this was going down? This was what was happening at that time. So, May 1989, Pleasure Island opens. And then Universal City Walk Hollywood opens in 1993. Mm-hmm. So, then they're like, uh-oh. Yeah. And then uh, 1997, they rebrand that area to downtown Disney. 1997, later after that, a couple weeks after that, West Side opens mm-hmm. in downtown Disney. And then Universal City Walk Orlando comes in 1999. So all that little chess play was happening within a span of uh, 10 years, mm-hmm. more or less. Yeah. So that's what uh, Disney was going on, and that's why things were happening as they did, as we're talking about the whole uh, Orlando, I mean, Universal City Walk business. 
And there are competing like a local like it was like Church Street Station. Church Street Station yes. was the thing there before that. So now you you you've got three different areas pulling people. Pulling that that crowd, I should say. Yes. So I, um, and I've actually been there. I've been to Church Street Station too. Oh, have you? I've never been there. Yeah, I mean it's it's almost kind of the same kind of uh, believe it or not, I went there with Carlos again. <laughs> so, you know, hey, hey, on a hey, trip, right? Man. So we went there before like Pleasure Island, I guess that all that stuff opened early in our college careers and it was it's kind of like what you know. I yeah. mean uh, you know, that's the first time when I went into a bathroom where somebody tapped underneath the stall. Was it Carlos? <laughs> no, it wasn't Carlos. <laughs> Are you sure? Hey, what man, you, yeah. what, what are you doing here? I was like, no, hey. man, I don't, I don't need any of that. I'm, hey, good. I'm good, I'm good. Wow. But you know what's crazy now? Church Street Station, I looked it up just did in case. Did you tap back? What did you do? I, I said, no, man, I'm good. <laughs> you actually physically said it. You didn't even yeah, respond. I no, I, I didn't know Morse code or nothing? No. Yeah, no, no, because I was, I was in midstream. I was like, you man, were, I got time to tap. Kevin said... Don't cross the streams. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I did it in Morris. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Morris code? Morris. She just peed on his shoe. I did it in Morris. Morris day in the time. Hey! <laughs> Let's not start that again. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Too, too early, but, you know, still. Yeah, but, you know, sadly, though, Church Street Station is not what it was. Now it's just a bunch of convention spaces. If you oh, look really? at the website, yeah. I went and looked it up. It's like, there's no clubs. All the clubs have been converted into huge convention areas. And they have promotions of like, you can rent this space and this space. It holds this many people, like catering. We have this and restaurants. I was like, yeah, that's totally different. So those clubs are gone as we know it, as far as I know. So maybe something, some drunk person did something crazy in there and they're like, yeah, forget it. This is not worth it. They kept tapping on the stall. I think things, people just change, um, you know, trends or whatever you want to call it. That's exactly it. That sounds about right. I mean, look, we... We all do that. We, we, you go to a restaurant enough times, like, eh, last time I went there, it wasn't as good. What do they have new? You go on open table. You start. I mean, that's just part of human nature is you start wanting to try different things. Now, yeah. for the tourism crowd like us, yeah, we're only getting over there once a year. So, yeah, you go, you hit the Adventurers Club mm-hmm. and you go to the different and, – and, and it's fine. But, like, for the locals who need to support this during the week – yeah. not so much. Not so much. Yeah, absolutely. But, okay, so that leads us to our next one. So now – here you have Universal bringing in all these third-party establishments to go ahead and raise brand awareness to their Universal City Walk. Mm-hmm. You've got Disney noticing this. They're trying to compete with them. So what's the next logical step for Disney to do, which they did? Upgrade their stuff. Not necessarily upgrade to a point, sure, but what did they do ultimately? I just started over. They rebranded it. Oh, they bring in third parties? They bring in third parties. They like, did the exact uh, same oh. thing. Yeah, they, that's when they brought in about Planet Hollywood and all that. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you get rid of the Empress Lily, you bring in Fulton's Crab Shack. Yes. That turns into the Paddlefish. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you know, you bring, get rid of the Adventures Club, you bring in the Boathouse, you bring in Morimoto, you bring in um, Splitsville. That's oh, Raglan Road, yeah. No, Splitsville. Raglan Road. That's Raglan another good a, one. a third party, yeah. So now Disney has kind of copied Universal's model where all the attractions there are not Disney attractions. Mm-hmm. Everything that you're coming to see is all establishments done by third parties that people are like, oh, my God, Morimoto, I saw him on Iron Chef. I'm going to go to his restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Splitsville, you can bowl. I, I saw that on Travel Channel. I'm going to go there. So now you're kind of collecting rent. So you know, you've, that's a great way to increase revenue is to cut costs completely where you're not putting out any money. Right, to run the place. To run the place. Yeah, you're yeah. just col- you're collecting rent. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't seen a Top Golf type thing or even Top Golf itself show up in Downtown Disney yet. That would be That huge. seems to, that yeah. seems to be like a big trend now. So there you go. That that that's how you end up with your current iteration that you have now. So Disney saw a model of success and they just copied it. 
Uh, and lastly, on this list, guest demand. Guest demand. Was they say an- they did surveys and said this is what the guests want. That's I remember it. reading this. I was like, yes. really? It was downtown Disney vice president Kevin Lansbury who said our guests tell us they want additional shopping and dining experiences. Right now, we believe we've got a shortage of dining capacity and shopping capacity. So we'd be adding to those areas and we'd be looking at some specialized entertainment options also. I don't believe there's a shortage of shopping capacity <laughs> exactly. in any kind of manner. Now, I believe dining a little bit. A little bit. But here's the thing, though. I, I do agree to some of the point is that it's, it's basically just a mall. Like, if you look at all the malls, sure. if you look at the malls now, malls yes. are not no longer just like, hey, four walls, a big hallway, and a bunch of shops in there. There's mm-hmm. the outdoor lifestyle centers. They've got all these, the same thing. They bring in uh, Whiskey Cake and Red Robin and uh, the Yard cake. House and all these other restaurants, and they're mm. all like outside of the mall but connected to the mall. Sure. And there'll be maybe like a, a grassy area for the kids to play in, and on Saturday nights they have uh, movies on the big screen mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So it's all like it's shopping, entertainment, interactive, family, blah, 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 blah. It's the evolution of the mall. Right. It's basically what the mall is becoming. Mm-hmm. It's becoming less um, corporate. No, more corporate. <laughs> because yeah. you're, you're getting – there's no um, – they're all they're – all, brand names that they're bringing in they're not bringing in you know billy and bob's crab shack or something they're bringing yeah. in you know these like high-end names yeah, yeah high-end uh yeah not, not spencer's gifts it's it's more right. like you know coach yeah no for like coach and, right. and all those stores like that so those stores you'll see like in these outdoor shopping areas but they're still connected to the mall mm-hmm. and they share the same parking lot and things like that you so in, in a way that's that's what they're doing is there that's the next evolution of the of the quote unquote shopping experience, the retail shopping experience. And that's what they're doing. And again, they're bringing in, we have a, a Johnson and Murphy in, in Disney Springs. Uh, we don't Do have you any, get to go count those? I could. I, yeah, I could go if I needed to, like if I want to go to Orlando, <laughs> but um, you can request that. Yeah, I could request that. I could hey. say, hey, yeah, I want to go to Orlando. And by the way, there's a store in uh, Disney Springs that I'd like to audit there. But it is funny that when every Ride exits through a gift shop when you've got World of Disney and the Art of Disney and all those stores over there that people would be, hey, no, 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 we need more stores. We need more restaurants. We need need more of that, like all these like unique entertainment options that you can't get like a comedy store or the Adventures Club, that kind of thing. We we don't want those. It does kind of speak to kind of what we spoke about the other week where it's like these surveys are slightly manipulated. Yeah, because who are they surveying? What is the actual age bracket? Right, exactly. Can I write in my answer? Nope. This is, I guarantee you, the survey says something like this. If Disney could provide you with an area that provided exciting new retail opportunities from the hottest stores and wonderful restaurants by the world's finest chef, would you be more likely to enjoy that? Extremely likely to enjoy that? Yeah. Only partially likely to enjoy that? They don't tell you what they're going to take away. They don't tell you what they're going to take away for you to get this new shopping experience. Right. 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 Exactly. You don't know that they're about ready to ditch you know, a whole area that you really enjoy so yeah i mean they, they kind of stack the deck or oh, that your kid might your team might enjoy yeah. right you know it's funny it's like i was walking through there with my uh, with my wife with, with val and we're just you know i was like you know well what do you think of the new place and she's like i don't know if i like it it's like really mm-hmm. it's like why is that it's like eh, it just feels too bougie <laughs> <laughs> walking through there with the stores that is true i yeah. mean but I, I will say they have improved the flow of traffic mm-hmm. to get to one side to the other. So I, I, I am in favor of what they've done there. I think if they would have done that to begin with, maybe we wouldn't have as many problems as we, uh, as we first encountered with this. Yeah. But 
it was just poor planning on their part. And and once it was like, wait, 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 we can make all the money and do none of the work. Yeah. Boom. Let's sign me up for that. Yeah. Whatever that deal is, I'll take that. And because of that, yeah, it's not as much of a thing. Like when we go to Disney Springs, it's kind of cool just to kind of walk around and take it in. But it's There's not something there, though. You can't go to Lakeside. No, Mall that's it exactly. You know I mean, that's a thing, though. It's there's nothing. I mean, you got to go Disney there at Lakeside. Mm-hmm. Well, but I'm saying, like, if yeah. you want to do that kind of shopping, you there's I can go to the Gallery in Houston, mm-hmm. for example, or even some, Mall of know, America or any kind of mall right, you want. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Th- you can do that shopping somewhere. So it's not so much. But again, you know, sometimes you got to think about. It. We're not the typical also like person they're trying to get. I mean, you got a lot of people from out of the country. You know, mm-hmm. places, you know, Japan, Germany, all these other the foreign sure, sure. nationals that they're here. And that's what they're here to do is spend money. Absolutely. Period. I mean, they're here to have a good time, spend money, bring stuff. You know, they got a list from, you know, all their cousins at home. Like, hey, yeah. can you give me a coach bag? Can you give me a Vera Bradley? You know, can you give me some vans? And they work eight? like six weeks less than we do. So they're here yeah. for like three weeks of vacation exactly. time or mm-hmm. some. So, so I'm surprised just, they wouldn't go for that duty free, though, right? Yeah, maybe, but I mean, they can still you can still fill out a tax form and get. Uh, I mean, it's not the same as duty free, but you can get your taxes back. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, it's just a little form you got to fill out. So, well, yeah. anyway, at the end of the yes. day, yes. Uh, so, replacing all the clubs with just restaurants and retail just kind of created one homogenized, seamless experience for the guests. So, I mean, there's really nothing differentiating the different areas mm-hmm. of downtown Disney or Disney Springs now as it is. Uh, it, it's just kind of one seamless experience. For the guests. And people do like it. I mean, they do like it, but there's those of us who miss the Disney in Disney Springs. Right. Right. And I think that's really what it comes down to for people like us. It's not necessarily that we didn't understand some of those changes needed to be made. It was that really there's no Disney attractions in Disney Springs. No Other Disney. than the world of Disney store. Yeah. That's about it. And, and that, but that's just more yeah, gift shop. Yeah, it's more retail. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm talking like a, an experience, I should say. There's no Disney experience. That's a better term for it. In Disney Springs. Very little Disney. Scotia Disney. What if, Scotia, Scotia. Just a little Scotia. <laughs> what if they added like some attractions down there? Like, say, maybe, like, on, like, a separate fee. Like, here, you well, pay you know, five you, bucks and you can ride this ride or something. They, they're giving you, what, the NBA experience? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, remember that popular ride, ask out of your contract with two and a half years left on it and, you know, cause a media circus, freedom frenzy and have your dad plant a story in the paper that says that you would never play for Boston Celtics. <laughs> that experience. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah. want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me line up now. Yeah. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. You yeah. know, like the experience where the same team wins no matter what every year because <laughs> all those top players just go play for that one team. That, that experience. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, do that. Yeah. The super team experience. They call it David and Goliath. Go Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> go, go Goliath. Go, go Goliath arms. <laughs> go, 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 go Goliath, Goliath attraction. Go, go Goliath dunk. <laughs> so that's pretty much And I'm sure there's some other reasons that we didn't really even touch upon, but those are the main reasons reasons why pleasure island finally fell interesting man Dang. well thank man crazy thank you for that absolutely as we know you know walt never intended disney parks to be a museum and so for me at least i chalked it up as to like well this is just them moving on to whatever is next but yeah. it it is definitely a part of the disney experience that we have experienced personally and definitely do miss mm-hmm. overall and I uh, would love to have back, amongst other things, say, you know, like Epcot. I don't know. <laughs> things like that. But 
um, things will progress as they progress out of our hands, and uh, we'll just keep on seeing what they have down the pipe. Who knows? Maybe the pendulum will swing back the other way, and we'll start to see these clubs reemerge again, maybe in a different, more elaborate or more i don't know they could have trendy a club. type have some clubs in uh, like in world showcase like you in germany you got they could oh, call sure. it sprockets <laughs> sparks sprockets sprockets oh sprockets <laughs> <laughs> touch my monkey <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway yeah y'all remember the service we covered this when they did the whole uh ticket price raise yeah the, the increased yeah. door it's like Hey, would y'all support a new ticket system that allowed for us to be able to charge you only for days that are in you know, high demand so that way you can you know, save money mm-hmm. by going to Disney at certain times of the year? And everyone was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. And then they Suckers. did it. <laughs> right. They should be like, wait a minute. They still raise prices, though. What and the hell did I just miss? Like, <laughs> now we were just checking. You and know we were going to raise it. Right. Now it's more expensive the only time of the year I can go. <laughs> yeah. We raise prices at the drop of a hat. We have no problem with that. I mean, it would be cool if they at least sent out whatever this survey was, but they laid out the whole plan. I mean, of course, they... No, no. No, they're going to yeah. lay it out the way they want it to come I, yeah, out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm dreaming. I'm it just, would be nice, though. Yeah, I'm blue-skying it. I'm just saying it would be nice. You say, oh, okay, blue, that's exactly what... Yeah, I'm blue-smithing blue blue it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making a wish. You know, like, at least it would be laid out so you'd be like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. Mm. Cool, but... No, step, you're right. That's not how actual business works. Step so. three of the plan, fire all employees. Step four of the plan, outsource all jobs. Step five of the plan, cut. laugh maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> step step six. six, cut a hole in the box. <laughs> <laughs> step seven, put money in that box. Yeah, that's right. Step eight, put your gimp in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> step nine, put a ball in his mouth. Okay. Step ten, tap underneath the stall. <laughs> All right, guys. And well, now you're doing it right. <laughs> and that's how it goes. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we're curious to know what you think about the whole Pleasure Island closure and maybe even the Atlantic Dance Hall closure. As you know, all opinions are welcome on the Magic Army podcast, and we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion of the news topics as well as the closure of Pleasure Island. If you want to get in touch with us, magicgarberry.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can get in touch with us directly through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicgarberry.com. Use our voicemail widget, SpeakPipe, on our homepage. Or you can call it, text us at one eight one five weekend That is one eight one five. Moeekin. Did you use the F word? Just now? <laughs> I thought I he know did. That when I edit it back. I don't think so. I hope I didn't. <laughs> it's not okay. really close. I'm just sleeping anyway. <laughs> okay. 669-4226. And of course, in studio, we got a couple guys who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli who does things with comics. Eli, tell them what you got going on. Uh, you know the story's all about the glory. You can go to ivycomics.com and check out the artwork I have for Project Gation, Savages, and the Molly Be Damned course there's a link to this podcast so you never miss a beat uh facebook.com if you found there eli h ivory uh project geisha has own facebook page so facebook.com slash project geisha instagram can be found there e ivory 504 and twitter i can be found at hancock 166 so as always i appreciate uh the love and support and uh thank you guys very much and if you want to book a vacation to Walt Disney World so that you, too, can swim from Disney Springs to Saratoga Springs, <laughs> you could do so with Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. 
Uh, just give me a call at 832-570-5490. That's 832-GO-GO-GOLIATH. <laughs> 832-GGGLTH. Go, go, go. Go, go, Goliath. La, la, la. He's a demon with wheels. He's a demon and he's really going to be chasing after someone. Uh, uh, yeah, I took uh, it from Go, Go, Inspector Gadget to Speed Racer. I was going to say. I'm I just realized. Because well, <laughs> Goliath was a character in Speed Racer. That's true. He was, yeah. Yeah, I try to help you there. That's Thanks. why, yeah, that's why I did that. Yeah, exactly. Ah, ah. There you go. Smooth, huh? Yeah, yeah, smooth operator. There you go. <laughs> smooth operator. What? You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. <laughs> <laughs> always check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. So if you do that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no Shade Vika. Yeah. <laughs> And if you want to support all of us, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on the affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moeekin Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Ori Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow Snap end up into a Slim Jim. The necessities are Mother Nature's recipe. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> like that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the navigator. Oh wow. <laughs> Hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, it, it's it, what's good about it. Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. Hey! Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? tell, what you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you. Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Well, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay. Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 